Welcome to the Service Driven Life Podcast. I am your host, Tracy Clark, and I have set up over 4,000 nonprofits and received over $10 million in grant funding. This podcast is designed to highlight community heroes and give tips on nonprofit and service-based business growth. Today I have a very special guest with me. Can you tell everybody your name? Um, Elijah Adams. Thank you for having me. Thank you. So yes, much. yes. And he has wrote an amazing book. Not to mention, he has actually partnered with one of our nonprofit organizations, Self Edit, which helped him to publish this book at such a young age. Tell everybody a little bit about your inspiration. Well, my inspiration is just um, I'm I'm actually a youth advocate, so. Pretty much everything that I do will be cultivated around creating a culture of um, accepting the things that we've been through mm -hmm. and thriving through them. Like I don't want anyone to settle or put themselves in a box based on what society tells them that they could be or limitations that we put on ourselves too. So my whole thing, that's why the, the book is titled Thrive Big actually because I want to connect with the audience and let them know that you know, against all adversity that you can you can get to exactly where you want to be in life, like complete mm. all your goals. So that's why it's called Thrive Big, you know, shoot for the stars, aim for the moon type of thing. Have you always felt like that, like your entire life? Or do you feel like there were times that really kind of ignited you to start to thrive and be okay with liking all kinds of things and be okay with just really um, getting into whatever? Because I know the big thing about this is letting kids know that whether it's in sports or whether it's in and you have some history in sports right of course yeah okay. of course yeah so okay. basically um i grew up outside of chicago so pretty much the um goals there is either you're going to be in the nba or you're going to be a rapper mm -hmm. so if you don't if your skill set doesn't align with those things most people pretty much give up on themselves mm -hmm. and around eighth grade and middle school is when i saw a bunch of my peers um, turned to the street because they felt like they weren't going to make it out of their current situation. And mm -hmm. This was the only other outlet to the things that they consider success. Mm -hmm. So I can say that I always had the confidence to be myself and to thrive in, but I can say that I was at some point influenced by, mm -hmm. you know, my peers and mm -hmm. the things that they thought were successful. Mm -hmm. So yeah, mm -hmm. I think that we need role models that can represent um, goals for the kids, but also be somebody that can relate, not just somebody that mm -hmm. necessarily made it and can't relate to them in a way, you know. Mm -hmm. so, that yeah. they actually listen to. Exactly. Because that's when you start to see the impact when you have someone who has a story that is similar to yours exactly. and someone that you can relate to as well. Yeah, exactly. How did you get to write into writing in general? Is there other things that you write outside of books or? Uh, yeah, actually getting into writing, um, it's just, I grew up with, my mother is a educator, right? Mm -hmm. So school was like very important. Mm -hmm. And um, actually her expertise was science, right? Mm -hmm. So I felt like um, I wasn't necessarily great at science because of the combination of things that that it requires to be a scientist. Mm -hmm. But writing was a good outlet for me because I'm creative. Mm -hmm. So as an artist, writing is like a, the best outlet that I've ever found to express myself. Okay, and sometimes awesome. I feel things, but I won't say 
but I might write it down. But you'll write it down. Exactly. It's a little bit easier. Yeah, so you could text somebody if you uh if you get real frustrated. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you're right. Yeah, because <laughs> they put it in a text, which is fine communication. Yeah, I'm a better writer than I am sometimes verbalizer. It gives me a minute and a beat mm -hmm. to put my words together. Mm -hmm. And I used to think it was a weakness to send someone something written instead of being able to verbalize it. But I just let that go, and I would start sending stuff if I need if I need to write it in this yeah. better. And what I learned is it helped me with my speaking skills mm -hmm. and things like that as well. So, I think you mentioned that you had written something, some like a video or something of that yeah, nature. So, Tell me about that. So actually, um, I wrote a script for my friend that's a rapper, and uh, he was going through a breakup and things like that. So I had one of our other friends call him on a voicemail and pretty much like curse him out and. Mm -hmm tell him that he was never going to be successful and you know that the rap wasn't going to work for him and it showed the kids that you know that even this person that they look up to uh as somebody successful at one point in time he was doubted mm. at one point in time he wasn't accepted mm. so that i think that was great because that ended up being you know one of his biggest songs a big success yeah. wow how did that make you feel it was great. Like that was like my part of first, it. yeah to be a part of that project, and that was actually one of my first introductions to writing in that wow. way. Yeah. And just your first thing, just yeah. kind of yeah. blow up yeah, a little exactly. bit. So, that was amazing. Yeah, I think that was. I think that was a gift. Tell everybody a little bit about the book. What is the summary? You said it's about thriving. Does it follow like a story? I see he has a basketball yeah. here. So, so uh, thrive big actually is a true story, mm -hmm. right? It's just an, um, I would say like in. A small part of my autobiography because Ooh. everything that I put out is um, going to be real life stories but I want to create a way to like um, explain to the kids why I felt these emotions and why they might be feeling these things and how I exactly I work myself to thriving big because you know sometimes we, we have self-doubt yeah absolutely yeah so that's the whole point of the book thrive big so as a youth advocate, I take pride in knowing the needs of the children. And right now, I feel like one of the big needs is self-belief, mm -hmm. belief in self, mm -hmm. right? So the way that Thrive Big connects with the uh, reader is to show that um, that this person wasn't, he, took, he, he chose his role models wisely and used the things that they taught him to implement his day-to-day -day life and how it affected everybody around him wow. in a positive way. That is awesome. That is awesome because I find with young people, sometimes mentorship is one of the toughest things because sometimes you go through a phase where you feel like you kind of know what you're doing course, and you don't want yeah. nobody to, yeah. you know, but embracing your mentors is, are you saying, is that one of your tips yes. to thrive? Yes. Is embracing the mentors that you have in your life? Yeah, because especially someone that we consider successful, even if it's not in the field that we want to go into, um, to take someone and they, they have... Like, for example, like a doctor, right? Mm -hmm. If I aspire to be a doctor, I'm not going to talk to a lawyer about being a doctor. I want to talk to a doctor and somebody that's practicing in the field mm -hmm. right now mm -hmm. to, to better my craft. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what a role model would do for mm -hmm. a young kid. Mm -hmm. that's, I feel like that's the best way because we, uh, the point of what I believe of thriving big, what the big thing is, is to inspire others. Yeah. Yeah, and inspire ourselves mm -hmm. as well on, on a path to reaching our goals. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like a life that doesn't inspire others is 
you know, you may have wasted some of your yeah. gifts because all of us have gifts. All Absolutely. of us have a special talent that only we can do mm -hmm. in this world. Yeah. So. And when you link up with other people, like you said, who are doing something that's interesting or doing something that you are passionate mm -hmm. about as well, that's a great person to look at as exactly. a mentor and see, you know, or even the opposite, something you're kind of interested in. Exactly. Um, I had a daycare for 10 years and I actually was debating on going to the next level of having multiple daycares. Mm -hmm. And what I did before I made that decision was I went and talked to a lot of colleagues and a lot of individuals I knew with multiple daycares. Mm -hmm. And after speaking to them, I decided I didn't want to do that. I was like, oh, this does not look like the life I yeah. want to live. Yeah, exactly. This does not look like anything that mm -hmm. is really going to be, you know, it's like they were really, really busy. They didn't have a lot of time for their families. There's a lot of hazards that go into running a daycare because you're dealing with children as well. So that mentorship in that specific area is so important. Can you talk to us a little bit about some of your mentors that have stood out for you? Uh, the first one I would say, which is actually in the book, uh, is my mother, right? And the next one would be uh, Barack Obama. And yes. what me and Barack Obama have in common is uh, our upbringing in the south side of Chicago because a lot of kids from my neighborhood say, like, we from by Obama house. Mm -hmm. And we take pride in that. We take pride in going to Valois and knowing what he ordered when he was on his campaign, oh, wow. right? That's also why the, the basketball picture is very, like, relevant because it's a team sport. Mm -hmm. We need each other to win the basketball game. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I could be the best player. I could score forty, but a, a better team would beat me mm -hmm. because I don't. I don't. You know, the teamwork is the continuity of a team is what how we thrive big. Sometimes that's community. Community, absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. We actually had a former NBA player. We have one as a client. And he went through this process of this training with us. Have you ever heard of that? Uh, it's like a team training. I'm going to send it over to you. And it tells you what the natural position is that you play okay. that is beneficial to the team. So, mm -hmm. for an example, um, I think it would be the point guard or the pilot. They have a very specific mindset that they uh, operate in. Mm -hmm. And then you have, he described it as something like if you're flying a plane. Okay. Then you have C, which is like the person is all into the systems and making sure the systems are clean. Right. Okay. But the whole point of the whole process is that you need all of these individuals and their individual talents to be able to really build. So mm -hmm. that team building and that community and sinking into that at a young age is wow, huge. that's big. Actually, I need that video so yeah. I can teach my students that same yeah, thing. Yeah, absolutely. It's called this. Yeah, I yes, like it. Yes, yes. So it sounds like you've went through a lot of things that have really just caused you to inspire other children to thrive. If there's a child who's just going through some things, whether it be with mental health or not knowing what they want to do, or maybe not even having a lot of mentors mm -hmm. around them and things like that, what's a message that you would tell them? Uh, the biggest message that I felt like was so important in my growth was that um, it was okay for me to be an individual. Right? It was okay for me to master being my best self, and sometimes that looks like you don't necessarily fit, that, fit in in the crowd. Sometimes um, your friends aren't going to call you to go to the party, mm -hmm. you know. But you, when I'm working in, on being my best self, I don't miss anything. Mm. The party comes to me now. Yeah, that's right. And that's Absolutely. part of thriving big. Yeah. yeah, that's that's the whole goal is, and that's my goal is to make being myself cool. That's and I want everybody secret. to be their self. That is your secret sauce. Your secret sauce is your own personal authenticity, exactly. and that's what people draw. To. That's how people are drawn to you. They're drawn to the things that make you you. Exactly. If they wanted 
any type of program or another person's program or a duplicate of something, then they would do that. Accidentally, yeah. They want the unique things that you have. So to embrace that is huge, mm -hmm. especially in a world today where we have a lot of pressures to be like, look like, fit in with other people. Exactly. Um, what do you do when you have those pressures to, uh, is that something that you just feel naturally you're okay with? Or? Um, actually, no, I've dealt with those pressures. Like that's, that's why I feel that it's so important because even somebody like me who looks at themselves as, you know, I look at myself as, you know, I feel good when I look in the mirror. I'm not saying, I'm not talking about looks or anything, but I'm just saying self-confidence yes. and mm -hmm. knowing who I am. Mm -hmm. I still have the doubt that well, maybe I won't be accepted by mm -hmm. people. Maybe I should dress like this so they'll, you know, accept me. And no, I don't, I don't want to do that. And what taught me that was the fact that sometimes even when you try to be like the, the, the other crowd, the people in the crowd tell you, no, brother, I, I love you for you. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, so Absolutely. when I was reminded that, I think that's what put it in perspective for yeah. me the most was that Sometimes even the crowd won't even accept you when you're trying to, to be, be like something them. else. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, and that goes for the things that you feel like are good qualities about yourself. And I think it also sometimes goes for the things that you don't feel are good qualities about mm -hmm. yourself. I was telling self-edit and your mom earlier just a little bit about myself and a speaker and as being a speaker and speaking. I have, I, I pronounce a lot of words incorrectly. <laughs> my family laughs about it all the time. Right. But I pronounce a lot of words incorrectly. I lose my train of thought a lot. But I speak a lot anyway. Mm -hmm. And what I find is sometimes the most powerful messages that I give are ones that I feel like were all over the place or I messed mm -hmm. up a little bit because people are connecting to who I am as a human and it inspires them to know that even you don't have to be perfect to present this perfectly. Wow. You can come exactly how you are continue to take those steps mm -hmm. and truly thrive. Wow. Yeah, so where can people pick that. this up? Um, actually, it's on Amazon. Uh -huh. um, it'll be on the self-edit agency website soon. And of course, if you want to hand autograph, you know, I, I will drop it off. If so if that's oh, local, yeah. yeah. Wow. That, I've done that's that several awesome. times, yeah. But. Well, I want my hand autograph copy, so I hope you got a pen available. And where can people connect with you if they want to connect, follow, hear more? Well, actually, I started the Instagram for the awesome. Thrive Big, so you can follow it at Thrive Big. Um, we'll have the Instagram for the self-edit agency, and we're responding to all DMs. It's okay. not like, you know, we're not Hollywood. So Thrive Big yeah. on Instagram. Yes, definitely. All right, well, thank no you so much. Yes, thank I appreciate you. it, and congratulations on what you're doing to be a young man who is writing, who is, who is coining himself as a youth advocate is absolutely huge and i'm proud of you thank you for doing what you're thank doing you so, so thank you so much and thank you all for me. listening <laughs> and we will see you all in the next one i will make sure that i include the amazon link as well as the instagram link for the book as well guys and you can support as well and we will see you all in the next one Thank you so much for listening. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts, please feel free to leave a review if there was some type of nugget that you got out of this last episode. And if you are not following us on social media, you can follow us on Instagram at Tracy Angelica Clark and our website is clarkandclark.org. 
If you are interested in starting a nonprofit organization and you don't know where to begin, we have set up over 4,000 nonprofit organizations and we've helped them to receive over $11.5 million in grant funding. So reach out to me and I'll let you know when our next training program starts and I'll get you all the details on how to get started with a nonprofit today. If you have not already downloaded our free nonprofit crash course and checklist, you can do so at ClarkandClark.org and I'll see you guys in the next one.